Chapter Twenty Eight of California Sketches by Oscar Penn Fitzgerald. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty Eight. Jack White. The only thing white about him was his name. He was a Paiute Indian, and Paiutes are neither white nor pretty. There is only one being in human shape uglier than a Paiute buck, and that is a Paiute squaw one i saw at the sink of the humboldt haunts me yet her hideous face begrimed with dirt and smeared with yellow paint bleared and leering eyes and horrid long flapping breasts ugh it was a sight to make one feel sick a degraded woman is the saddest spectacle on earth shakespeare knew what he was doing when he made the witches in macbeth of the feminine gender but as you look at them you almost forget that these Paiute hags are women they seem a cross between brute and devil the unity of the human race is a fact which i accept but some of our brothers and sisters are far gone from original loveliness if eve could see these Paiute women she would not be in a hurry to claim them as her daughters and adam would feel like disowning some of his sons as it appears to me however these repulsive savages furnish an argument in support of two fundamental facts of christianity one fact is god did indeed make of one blood all the nations of the earth the other is the fact of the fall and depravity of the human race this unspeakable ugliness of these indians is owing to their evil living dirty as they are the little indian children are not at all repulsive in expression a boy of ten years who stood half-naked shivering in the wind with his bow and arrows had well-shaped features and a pleasant expression of countenance with just a little of the look of animal cunning that belongs to all wild tribes the ugliness grows on these indians fearfully fast when it sets in the brutalities of the lives they lead stamp themselves on their faces and no other animal on earth equals in ugliness the animal called man when he is nothing but an animal there was a mystery about jack white's early life he was born in the sagebrush desert beyond the sierras and like all indian babies doubtless had a hard time at the outset a christian's pig or puppy is as well cared for as a paiute papoose jack was found in a deserted indian camp in the mountains he had been left to die and was taken charge of by the kind-hearted john m white who was then digging for gold in the northern mines he and his good christian wife had mercy on the little indian boy that looked up at them so pitifully with his wondering black eyes at first he had the frightened and bewildered look of a captured wild creature but he soon began to be more at ease he acquired the english language slowly and never did lose the peculiar accent of his tribe the miners called him jack white not knowing any other name for him moving to the beautiful san ramon valley not far from the bay of san francisco the whites took jack with them they taught him the leading doctrines and facts of the bible and made him useful in domestic service he grew and thrived broad-shouldered muscular and straight as an arrow jack was admired for his strength and agility by the white boys with whom he was brought into contact though not quarrelsome he had a steady courage that backed by his great strength inspired respect and ensured good treatment from them 
growing up amid these influences his features were softened into a civilized expression and his tawny face was not unpleasing the heavy underjaw and square forehead gave him an appearance of hardness which was greatly relieved by the honest look out of his eyes and the smile which now and then would slowly creep over his face like the movement of the shadow of a thin cloud on a calm day in summer an indian smiles deliberately and in a dignified way at least jack did i first knew jack at santa rosa of which beautiful town his patron mr white was then the marshal jack came to my sunday school and was taken into a class of about twenty boys taught by myself they were the noisy element of the school ranging from ten to fifteen years of age too large to show the docility of the little lads but not old enough to have attained the self-command and self-respect that come later in life though he was much older than any of them and heavier than his teacher this class suited jack the white boys all liked him and he liked me we had grand times with that class the only way to keep them in order was to keep them very busy the plan of having them answer in concert was adopted with decided results it kept them awake and the whole school with them for california boys have strong lungs twenty boys speaking all at once with eager excitement and flashing eyes waked the drowsiest drone in the room a gentle hint was given now and then to take a little lower key in these lessons jack's deep guttural tones came in with marked effect and it was delightful to see how he enjoyed it all and the singing made his swarthy features glow with pleasure though he rarely joined in it having some misgiving as to the melody of his voice the truths of the gospel took strong hold of jack's mind and his inquiries indicated a deep interest in the matter of religion i was therefore not surprised when during a protracted meeting in the town jack became one of the converts but there was surprise and delight among the brethren at the class meeting when jack rose in his place and told what great things the lord had done for him dwelling with special emphasis on the words i am happy because i know jesus takes my sins away i know he takes my sins away his voice melted into softness and a tear trickled down his cheek as he spoke and when dan duncan the leader crossed over the room and grasped his hand in a burst of joy there was a glad chorus of rejoicing methodists over jack white the piute convert jack never missed a service at the church and in the social meetings he never failed to tell the story of his new-born joy and hope and always with thrilling effect as he repeated with trembling voice i am happy because i know jesus takes my sins away sin was a reality with jack and the pardon of sin the most wonderful of all facts he never tired of telling it it opened a new world to him a world of light and joy jack white in the class meeting or prayer meeting with beaming face and moistened eyes and softened voice telling of the love of jesus seemed almost of a different race from the wretched piutes of the sierras and sagebrush jack's baptism was a great event it was by immersion the first baptism of the kind i ever performed and almost the last jack had been talked to on the subject by some zealous brethren of another persuasion who magnified that mode and though he was willing to do as i advised in the matter 
he was evidently a little inclined to the more spectacular way of receiving the ordinance mrs white suggested that it might save future trouble and spike a gun so jack with four others was taken down to santa rosa creek that went rippling and sparkling along the southern edge of the town and duly baptized in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost a great crowd covered the bridge just below and the banks of the stream and when wesley mock the asap of santa rosa methodism struck up o oh, happy day that fixed my choice on thee my saviour and my god and the chorus happy day happy day when jesus washed my sins away was swelled by hundreds of voices it was a glad moment for jack white and all of us religiously it was a warm time but the water was very cold it being one of the chilliest days i ever felt in that genial climate you were rather awkward brother fitzgerald in immersing those persons said my stalwart friend elder john mccorkle of the christian or campbellite church who had critically but not unkindly watched the proceedings from the bridge if you will send for me the next time i will do it for you he added pleasantly i fear it was awkwardly done for the water was very cold and a shivering man cannot be very graceful in his movements i would have done better in a baptistry with warm water and a rubber suit but of all the persons i have welcomed into the church during my ministry the reception of no one has given me more joy than that of jack white the paiute indian jack's heart yearned for his own people he wanted to tell them of jesus who would take away their sins and perhaps his indian instinct made him long for the freedom of the hills i am going to my people he said to me i want to tell them of jesus will you pray for me he added with a quiver in his voice and a heaving chest he went away and i have never seen him since where he is now i know not i trust i may meet him on mount zion with the harpers harping with their harps and singing as it were a new song before the throne postscript since this sketch was penciled the rev c y rankin in a note dated santa rosa california august three eighteen eighty says mrs white asked me to send you word of the peaceful death of jack white indian he died trusting in jesus End of chapter twenty eight